The Holy Gospel according to St. Luke, the sixth chapter. Jesus came down with them and stood on a level place with a great crowd of his disciples and a great multitude of people from all Judea and Jerusalem and the seacoast of Tyre and Sidon who came to hear him and to be healed of their diseases. And those who were troubled with unclean spirits were cured. And all the crowd sought to touch him, for power came out from him and healed them all. And he lifted up his eyes on his disciples and said, Blessed are you who are poor, for yours is the kingdom of God. Blessed are you who are hungry now, for you shall be satisfied. Blessed are you who weep now, for you shall laugh. Blessed are you when people hate you, and when they exclude you, and revile you, and spurn your name as evil on account of the Son of Man. Rejoice in that day, and leap for joy. For behold, your reward is great in heaven, for so their fathers did to the prophets. But woe to you who are rich, for you have received your consolation. Woe to you who are full now, for you shall be hungry. Woe to you who laugh now, for you shall mourn and weep. Woe to you when all people speak well of you, for so their fathers did to the false prophets. This is the gospel of the Lord. In the holy name of Jesus, amen. Today, Jesus teaches us about desire. The word desire comes from the Latin for from the stars. While we might want earthly things that make our life nice, what we really desire, and when we take a moment to reflect about what we really desire in life, we will find out that our desires can only be satisfied by heaven. This is why in the prayer for peace during the Vesper service, we pray, O God, from whom come all holy desires. Without God, we aim our desires at things that simply will not make us content. In today's gospel, the choice does seem obvious. We desire blessing and not woes. However, things are complicated because most desire blessing and wealth, blessing and food, blessing and laughter, and blessing and being honored. Then there are those who believe poverty, hunger, sadness, and ridicule are the way to blessing, so they desire them to be blessed. In either case, all holy desires are unsatisfied. Jesus says, we experience joy when our desires are satisfied with the heavenly reward. The heavenly reward is precisely the one who came from heaven, Jesus, 
the Son of Man. At the beginning of today's gospel reading, we see that Jesus is the celebrity everyone wants to be around. The elites from Jerusalem, the middle class from Judea, and the fringe from Tyre and Sidon are all trying to get close to Jesus. But do they really desire him? Or do they simply desire something from him? Verse 19 says, All the crowd desired to touch him for his power to heal. The crowds aim their desires at the wrong thing, even though it is a very good thing. Rather than desiring Jesus, they desired the stuff of Jesus, treating him like a vending machine to get what they want out of him. The disciples gave up careers, families, and reputations to follow Jesus. And at this point in the Gospel of Luke, they're already poor, hungry, and ridiculed. But with Jesus' popularity on the rise, things seem to be changing. It seems all the poverty, hunger, and persecution are giving way to popularity, influence, and possibly riches. From an earthly perspective, the moment it seems like they are vindicated for following Jesus and all their desires will be satisfied, Jesus lifts up his eyes on his disciples. C.S. Lewis, in The Weight of Glory, writes, If we consider the unblushing promises of reward and the staggering nature of the reward's promise in the Gospels, it would seem that our Lord finds our desires not too strong, but too weak. We are half-hearted creatures fooling about with drink and sex and ambition when infinite joy is offered us. Like an ignorant child who wants to go on making mud pies in a slum because he cannot imagine what is meant by the offer of a holiday at the sea. We are far too easily pleased. Jesus realizes the spectacle of what is happening. But he wants his disciples to not take their eyes off what is essential to joy, their relationship with him. When Jesus lifts up his eyes at his disciples, he wants them to desire the heavenly things that will draw them closer to him and not the earthly things that will pass away. Now, the heavenly things are not poverty, hunger, sadness, or ridicule. You are not blessed because you are these things or when you become these things. Luther preached, faith causes the heart to cling to the heavenly things and enjoy to be carried away, to dwell in the things that are invisible. So what are the heavenly things? Luther continues, for this is how it happens. 
that the believer hangs between heaven and earth. That is to say, in Christ, he or she is suspended in the air and earth and is crucified. In this earthly life, the heavenly thing that faith clings to and in joy is carried away to the place where desires are satisfied is Christ crucified. It's the crucifix. The crucifix is where Jesus is giving himself to us because he loves us and is merciful to us. For the poor and rich, they might believe the lie wealth will satisfy them. For the hungry or full, they might believe the lie food will satisfy them. For the sad and the laughers, they might believe jokes will satisfy them. For the ridiculed or those who are flattered, they might believe popularity will satisfy them. But there's only one thing that will satisfy them, and it is at the center of the gospel reading today. The Son of Man, Jesus Christ. Your greatest desires will be satisfied when you are embraced by the crucifix because you will be restored to the relationship you were meant to live, the very purpose to your existence. The crucifix is the picture of a loving God who will do whatever it takes to be with you. And Jesus' outstretched arms are there for you to embrace. Heaven comes to earth in Jesus. And heaven is given to you when Jesus gives up his body for the life of the world. The crucifix is a treasure worth more than all the wealth of the world. The crucifix fills a hungry heart more than any food. The crucifix is the joy Jesus endured for us. And the crucifix extols God's love for you. The crucifix is the heavenly reward because it promises God's love, forgiveness, and mercy will never run out. Whether it is the nice news of blessing or the tough news of woes, both are good news because they direct us to Christ. If you are poor, hungry, sad, or ridiculed, Today you have hope in Jesus Christ. If you are rich, full, laughing, or flattered, then you have the opportunity to rearrange your life around Christ. Whether you rearrange your hopes in life or you rearrange your way of life around Christ, you will begin to experience a glimmer of the heavenly joy of what it means to have Jesus. But even a glimmer in this earthly life is enough to actually last the rest of your earthly life until when we enter heaven where all of our desires, our true desires, will be fulfilled by Christ 
with eternal joy and peace. In the holy name of Jesus, amen.